Welcome to Superheroes of Science. I'm Stephen. And I'm Sarah. We co-host Science from the Experts. Our guests are professionals doing cutting-edge science right now. They're experts in their field discussing what they know best. So listen up and learn real science from real people. Subscribe now and stay informed of our latest episodes and show your support. Today on Superheroes of Science, we are so excited to welcome Giovanni Bacon. Giovanni is a um, graduate student pursuing his PhD in planetary science here at Purdue University. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yes. All right, but we really want to have you here because we, we're interested in what you're talking about. <laughs> so. I have a use. Yeah, that's the whole reason we want to do But I mean, it's Titan. Yes. I mean, you're actually researching Titan, mm -hmm. which is, what is Titan? Give us an overview for people that don't know. What is Titan? I saw the movie, so I know. <laughs> I didn't see the movie. Uh, so, yeah. I know. I was a homework. I should have done my homework. I guess I gotta say a lot more now. <laughs> um, Titan is actually amazing, first of all. Titan is one of the largest moons in our entire solar system, the second largest technically, and is Saturn's moon. It's actually Saturn's largest moon, if you want to go for largest. And Titan is one of the only unique planetary bodies similar enough to Earth that is able to maintain an atmosphere, it's able to have rivers, lakes, and even oceans on its surface. No other planetary body does that other than Earth. But when you say oceans, you mean oceans of water, right? See, that's the difference, actually. That's part of like the bigger difference, is that it, even though it does have these clouds, rivers, lakes, and even oceans, they're, on Earth, they're mainly made of water, but on Titan, it's mainly of methane. So it has these, I don't know, but methane clouds dropping down liquid methane and creating these methane rivers, lakes, and, and oceans, and that's what's very crazy is that it's doing this, but not with water. Oh okay. Mm -hmm. At what I, kind of temperatures is that then? Oh, I don't know exact temperatures to be honest, but I can tell you it's very cold. It's actually, because on Earth, methane is mainly gas form, which means yeah. that okay. Earth is too warm for methane to exist as a liquid. But it's so cold on Titan that methane is able to live in this triple state form where it's able to exist as a liquid, as a gas, and as as ice. Wow. I, I remember seeing something, and it might be like it might be like uh, misinformation. So I don't. You might have to like correct me here. But um, it, it, it it would be plausible that there could be like life on Titan. Yes. But and if it's methane, how is this plausible? That's the actual fun part. So there's actually two ways there could be life. There could be life as we know it, or life as we don't know it. So life as we know it is how we know life needs to exist on Earth. And so it needs water, it needs, you know, the constituents are part of Earth that make life possible. Mainly it's water. And something with Titan is that near its core, um, under the surface, it has these liquid water oceans. So a lot of people believe that if it's able to have this liquid water under there, maybe there can be some level of organisms that could live there, organisms that would be similar enough to Earth, life as we know it, that could live within this liquid water. Or, more interesting to me, is it could be life as we don't know it. It could be these life forms that are different than what we know of Earth. They can be reliant off of something completely separate from what we know of. So we know life on Earth needs water, and we know it, life on Earth, or life in general, adapts. And so we see that 
our most abundant resources, resource, water, is something that all life needs on Earth. Yeah. But what if on Titan, where they have liquid methane, cloud methanes, and, and all these just mainly methane constituents, maybe life could have adapted to rely off methane instead of that, that liquid water. So we want to see, like, how could we find a different form of life? And that's why a lot of people think that there might be life on Titan. Okay. How would we find out? Yeah. Uh, we have to send something over there. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. And that's actually something that's in the works. They are planning to send a drone to Titan in 2027. And that mission is called the Dragonfly Mission. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. I remember seeing something, something about the Dragonfly thing, but I wasn't sure what it was doing yeah you know it's is it real is it looking just for life or is it looking for evidence of a life or is it just like more of a general survey do you know so it'll be kind of a general survey but it will have other side missions or secondary objectives um to look at they're looking at the atmosphere they're looking at the surface and they're trying to see like what's what's how they're affecting each other what's the make of it um they're trying to get rock samples or surface samples or ice samples for most of it because most of Titan is the surface is ice okay um, but they also want to start looking to see if maybe they can find evidence of, of life or mm -hmm. maybe they can find life itself over there as well okay mm -hmm. you said the surface of Titan is ice like 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 water water-based ice or methane uh, methane. Well, so the surface of methane. Okay. methane but subsurface yeah. actually has water okay yes. okay how do we know how do we know that? Well, we are making this up. <laughs> We're guessing. <laughs> you hope it's right. <laughs> um, well, for what we've sent a few different uh, uh, probes to kind of look at Titan. Well, mainly to look at Saturn, but mm -hmm. they've had secondary missions to look at Titan as it's okay. doing its flybys. And we can, well, we can take spectra, even from um, some telescopes, uh, space and ground-based telescopes, to kind of see what is the, uh, the makeup of of Titan's surface. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, once again, looking at this triple state form, we also know it's cold enough for Titan, I mean, time, cold enough for methane mm -hmm. to exist as ice. And so the surface should have this mainly, or a lot of people say hydrocarbon um, layer of ice. And that just means like methane, ethane, and other forms. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Huh. How are you studying this? I mean, you're getting a PhD in this. <laughs> yes. Right. How are you studying something this far away? So actually, I'm doing simulations for it. So I'm essentially, what I look at is, well, my focus is Titan's atmosphere and mm -hmm. seeing how, and watching cloud formations and seeing how they exist on Titan and how they can impact its atmosphere as well as precipitating or how rain from these clouds can affect the atmosphere down to its surface. And so I'm creating these simulations of trying to like, of trying to, or not trying, recreating mm -hmm. um, these events and seeing, you know, how could it, how do temperatures fluctuate? How could it, like, what are the necess necessities for the clouds to form and how they're forming? So mainly this is a um, simulation based or model based, mm -hmm. as some people say. But I'm using older data they've taken during the flybys, uh, whether it be with Huygen or Voyagers, they've taken these, or even Hubble, they've taken these images. And I'm trying to recreate the events from the images into the simu uh, with the simulation. And then that's how I can kind of confirm whether I'm going the right direction with that. Can you, can you use those then to like model what would happen? Or then are there um, 
do you get into any like weather on Titan or anything? So that's the fun part. Um, once we can start confirming uh -huh. that we can recreate known events, uh -huh. we can begin, you know, predicting future events and seeing like what could we expect, or rather, we can essentially create forecasts for Titan weather. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I look forward to seeing that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Giovanni's weekly forecast yeah, <laughs> of Titan. <laughs> we have a few clouds going on. <laughs> and one of the interesting parts too with the um, clouds and precipitation, just a little fun fact, uh -huh. is that these rain events take, on Earth it probably takes like an hour, two if you're like really unlucky or lucky however you enjoy yeah. rain. But on Titan, these last for 30 Earth days. A storm? A storm lasts for a whole month. Yeah. Oh, wow. Talk about the rainy season. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, a month long uh -huh. storms? Yep. Now, do they, since you're putting in data for a model, mm -hmm. or do they, what is the difference between a methane cloud storm and a water cloud storm? Oh, there's so many differences. Well, the most notable one is the temperature. So temperature is a huge proponent for almost anything that happens anywhere in this universe. And because of that, that can really affect how the clouds are forming, uh, how the methane interacts with each other and the atmosphere in general, and then how long it could take for it to begin raining and how long it takes to rain. So, so I'm assuming there's no lightning. Uh, no, fortunately, or for the model's sake, there's, it's a very stable atmosphere compared to Earth. So Earth has very unstable or unstable events which allow lightning to happen. But on Titan, everything's very calm. So it's just like, it rains. Okay. Well, because I mean, think about it. If it's, yeah, if it's yeah. not even methane and all of a sudden a spark of lightning, then it's like, <laughs> it, it, it'd be like, you know, the Death Star. It does seem very. a little bit like it would be explosive. <laughs> very yeah. explosive. It, it is that taken account when we send probes and things there. Yes. Because, I mean, it, you can't really fire an that's engine if you're yeah. at a planet that's nothing but methane. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that is taken um, to account. That's why they try to avoid it as much as possible to be where um, a lot of the storms have, or a lot of, yeah, a lot of the storms happen. Because mm -hmm. they mainly happen at the poles of Titan. Mm -hmm. So towards the equator, it's very, very calm. No, not many storms or any at all. Mm -hmm. um, but even if they did want to go uh, witness storms, that's where my research can come in and we can tell them, you know, where it's happening, what's happening, the intensities, and what to expect when they when they start researching, you know, the storm before it happens, during, and after. Okay. Um, but even with that, the idea of like being scared of you know, firing up an engine, uh, my thing only really becomes volatile when it's around oxygen, so we just have to limit any oxygen in the area, okay. theoretically, and that should allow us to traverse safely, but okay. I'm not really into like how uh, the Dragonfly mission is actually, or how the Dragonfly drone actually works and what it needs to, to fly. And I, I guess I took a, a an assumption when I even asked the question, didn't I, that a methane cloud would act similar to <laughs> thinking it could yeah. be lightning even. Yeah. I mean, maybe it can't. Maybe it's a build up static energy. like It's that. possible, yeah. And so I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. Well, that is a fair question though, because you're thinking about how it's compared to Earth. Mm -hmm. And then that's how, we, that's how we look at Titan. Like, what are the differences? Uh, what can we compare and what can't we compare when it comes to 
you know, weather on Titan or cloud formations on Titan when it comes to looking at another planetary body with ours in mind. Gosh, well, I have a question. Good so, work. with um, the way that water is, we, we talked about here, water can exist as a, a gas or a liquid or a solid, and, and, we're, and you're saying this can be that way, but all with methane. Mm -hmm. So, water has some really special properties, and, and one that's coming to mind is like when it freezes, for example, it'll freeze on top, but then below it would still be liquid, so it could still allow, yes. you know, so certain life to occur. Are there? Is, is this? How does that affect then if it's just all methane? Are there? Aspects of that that are that are different now that were. Hmm, that, that's a really good question, actually, um, and I think that's one of the things they want to solve. Okay. Dragonfly is because mm -hmm. as much as we can get. First of all, when it comes to Titan, looking at it with your own eyeballs, you see nothing but this yellow hazy layer. You can't even see the surface. But if we with recent telescopes, we're able to look at different wavelengths to kind of pierce through it. Uh -huh. But it's still very still difficult to see and there's still some aspects that we are kind of not assuming but making educated um educated guesses but mm -hmm. making educated theories about what we're looking at and how they and how they work but okay. with dragonfly we can actually start you know being on getting our boots on the ground and kind of seeing like what is actually there are there these you know these frozen lakes happening yeah. on titan and how could that affect the surface or how does it affect the potential for life as well right why Titan? Why are we? Why are we? Why are we spending time and money to look at this? A better question. Why not Titan? <laughs> I, <laughs> Titan is it's just so cool. Exactly what I, how I mentioned. There are a hundred over a hundred and fifty moons in our solar system, yeah. and only one has an atmosphere similar enough to Earth that is able to have these clouds, lakes, rivers, yeah. and oceans on its surface. Only one out of 150. Yeah. That's why Titan. And Titan can be this, it won't be exactly like Earth, but it could be more of a telltale of what Earth could look like if it didn't have life. Like, if it didn't have us affecting it so much, like with our carbon footprints mm -hmm. and other aspects, how we, how we affect um, our planet or how life affects our planet. Or in, intelligent and, and the very high density of life affects a planet. And we can use Titan as like our gauge. Just how people like to use Mars as a, you know, what happened after, what could happen to Earth after it dies yeah. or after right. it loses water. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at our, essentially our death, we can look at our potential, our, our potential, uh, our potential brother. Progression, yeah, yeah. Where we could be. Oh, well, that's deep. That is. I just asked the planet nerd why he studied the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did not realize that Titan, that that there was something that could exist as a solid liquid gas anywhere. I mean, I didn't realize. I, I was thinking, oh, that was pretty unique. So that's really interesting to, to learn that exactly. Titan has that aspect. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it is. what you're saying, like, that was deep. That's my, this conversation with like my whole debate with all my Mars researcher friends. They're like, we should study Mars. It's like, excuse me, you should study Titan, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you should take all those rovers and go to Titan. And then when Dragonfly came out, I was like, oh, guess what? Uh -huh. Stop talking to us. And it was like, 2027, yeah. mark the day. <laughs> How long will it take once it leaves Earth to, to arrive to Titan? So once again, fortunately and unfortunately, it will take seven years to get there. So we'll okay. not and we won't be able to do any like research research until 2034. Okay. Oh wow. But 
that's kind of good for me because I don't graduate until 2027 anyway and that allowed me to gain experience enough to actually join the mission with uh, join the mission in a way that I can be impactful that's awesome. oh, mm -hmm. so you're planning it out yes Strategic, no. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 that's smart. I feel like every time we get in discussions about like planetary science and research and different things, it's just that that planning because everything is like in years, sometimes decades, and mm. this that is a lot of. How long will it take you to data back? Then? Yeah. Oh man, it's. I mean, is it? How are they sending data back? I don't yeah. know how they do it on a rover. I don't. Are we asked you about that. I don't. They relay it through like essentially antennas. How you how it works relays uh, work, how a phone relates information okay. to a satellite. Yeah. It's just for here it's a lot more instant because of the distance. But it may take, I believe it might take like a day. Okay. Before okay. they can like. Well, it's way so it's speed of light, right? Yeah. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. But they want to make sure like everything's working. They want to make sure everything gets a command at the same time. Yeah. So I believe they said they wanted to like wait a day before you know or wait a day before they can confirm whether all the information was sent and nothing was like blocked out. I see. So they don't mess up this you know, mm -hmm. billion dollar project on another class. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> but uh, it's, I don't know, it's, it, you know, I've heard of like the planetary, well, it's, uh, well, I want to say planetary defense, but I think that's the one NASA's like defending Earth. Mm -hmm. But isn't there a planetary defense where you have to protect planetoids that we're visiting? There's Ooh. protocols. Ah, that, that's a very interesting and important question and I believe there's people working on that it's just it's very difficult because a lot of us are scientists and now what you're talking about is science prote science protection yeah but with politics and the politics oh. aspect is what makes it very very difficult so well, but more than politics it's ethics at that point yeah, right? yeah. it's ethics it's it's so much because science Cause a lot of scientists want well to say like blow it up see what we get sometimes it's like <laughs> don't touch it just witness it as it is right yeah and other people are you know other versions of um entrepreneurs are like how can we monetize mm -hmm. how can we monetize mm -hmm. this and it's just like all these things are competing against each other because we need money to send projects, but we need to not affect it to learn about it. But sometimes we need to really affect it to see what we can learn about it. It's just this pull and tug from every direction. It's very difficult to find the balance of. Where do you see your future role in all of this? My future? Yeah. Because it's you have a master's, right? Uh, yeah. Actually, I just went for my undergrad straight to PhD. Oh, oh, oh you nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, well, you have a you have a degree in. Astronomy and astrophysics. Okay, okay. astronomy and astrophysics. Mm -hmm. So we have an astrophysicist here. <laughs> uh, but okay, so you have a degree right now in astronomy and astrophysics. You're working on a degree that will be what? Planetary science, looking right. at planetary atmosphere. Okay, so you'll be a doctorate in planetary science. Yes. So what do you see when we start getting data back from the Dragonfly? What ideally is your role? Where do you see yourself there? I see myself in one confirming my PhD project and seeing like where my prediction is correct, were certain assumptions that I made correct, or comparing to other papers where they've done similar things, mm -hmm. and then seeing how I can make models stronger, and the funnest part is seeing what's really out there, like getting yeah. real time data and seeing like, well, okay, I was wrong, that sucks, but this is why I was wrong. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, that's there an go. amazing thing oh, to learn. My gosh. And that—that's what I look forward to. We're good. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Science from the Experts from Purdue University Superheroes of Science. If you like this episode, subscribe, give us a positive view, and share the love. Boiler up! Hammer down!